Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David Diaz. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 U.S. Olympian and former WBC lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing, MMA, or any other sport, you've tuned into the right place. Outside the Ring is brought to you by VoiceAmericaSports.com. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. But let me start off first by saying if I sound a little slow or a little tired or anything like that, it's because my wife got home early and she made some chilaquiles. And for a Puerto Rican to be making chilaquiles... That's pretty special, so I got to give her a nice hand for her. They were really good. And, um, you know, I'm nice and full and ready to rock and roll on the show today. We have a great show for you to, uh, today. But before uh, we start, I want to introduce my guest co-host. Uh, most, he's most of the times here with me. And um, his name is Larry, the other white mamba, Bruick. How you doing, Larry? <laughs> What's up, brother? Not much, man. Well, so how you making so your wife cooked, huh? Yeah, yeah. Finally, brother, after what almost ten years of being married, she finally came home today and she said, "You know what? I'm going to cook for you today." And I was like, "Oh, really? Wow. What's that, wrong with you?" <laughs> that's awesome, man. Very good. Yeah. Got to got to teach my wife that trick too. So uh, yeah, good stuff. How how to make the wife's cook without yeah. making them cook? That's the and name it, of and the it wasn't just ground beef, huh? No, not just ground beef. I thought she was going to bring me Taco Bell. You know, I thought we were opening up a Taco Bell, <laughs> actually. But anyway, let, let, let's start off into the, what we're here to talk about, sports. Um, last weekend, we had playoffs. I went an 0 for 2, Larry. I went for an 0 for 2. Both of the teams I picked to uh, make it into the Super Bowl ended up losing. The, the Niners lost to the Giants, and... My boy Tommy's team, the Ravens, lost to the Patriots. So it, I guess it's a rematch of what happened four years ago when the the Giants uh, ended up winning the the Super Bowl over the New England Patriots. So I think that one's going to be a good good one again, a good match. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I, two gr- really good games. I, I enjoyed watching them. And uh, but man, it just it was it was t- kind of tough to see two people within those games really um, you know kind of be the the fall guy for it with uh, Cundiff missing the, the field goal at the end and then Kyle Williams uh, 
I'm not a I'm not a Sox guy, but uh, but you know <laughs> definitely uh, uh, feel bad for him and uh, and his and Kenny Williams his dad. But two fumbles, man. One of them hit his knee. The other one he just dropped, and that one led to the the game ending. So really tough for two guys. Yeah, really tough for two guys. And and you know unfortunately there's always somebody who who out of, out of in the sports is someone who ends up being the guy who messed up the. The game, especially in football, it only takes one person for the whole team to, to, uh, you know, lose and, and go home and end up watching, watching the Super Bowl, uh, and the couch and thinking, man, I, we should have been there if it wasn't for that guy, <laughs> you know? But yeah, hey. Too bad you couldn't get Tommy on this week. I would have liked to have heard what he thought about, uh, how the team felt you know, afterwards, you know? Yeah, I know that usually yeah. stays in the locker room, but. Well, speaking about Tommy, I'm going to reach out to him. The guy's back in, back in the city, back in, uh, Chicago. So we're going to reach out to Tommy, and Tommy, if you're listening now, get ready, brother, because I'm going to be calling you up, and we're going to be having having you on the show, hopefully, uh, the next one coming along. Oh, Another, no, no, that's Tom Zibikowski, the safety of the, uh, the Raven. Uh, there you go. There. I'm talking to him like everybody. Well, everybody who's who's heard the radio knows that Tommy Z is uh, a, great, uh, uh, a good friend of mine and um, also a fighter as well. But we'll yeah, talk about that. You have Tommy Smith calling you wanting to get on the show or something. You know, you got to specify. Yes, yes, yes. I understand you. Well, we had a, a home. Uh, the the first home loss, the Bulls came down to the wire, a couple of mistakes, but ended up losing to the Pacers, and um, that wasn't that wasn't good. We wanted to try to win that that game, especially with Derrick Rose uh, coming back. Um, he put up uh, good numbers, but. Uh, it just stuff didn't fall their way. Uh, a couple of miss, miss, uh, miss plays in there, and uh, obviously Dang was out of there. It just goes to show you how sometimes you think it's one guy, and then it's the other guy that's that's out of there, and uh, he's the one, the difference maker of uh, defense, so to speak, in 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 the Bulls' defense. You know? Yeah, so Dang and Gibson were both out. And Gibson, too. exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's good. We yeah. only lost by five, and it was actually closer than that. It was, uh, you know, Joakim on his way down kind of passed that ball away at the end so you know yeah. but uh but definitely could have been closer and uh so i want to ask you about this though because there was some controversy after the game that um derrick rose uh said that he saw the way they celebrated after the game and uh and would remember that for the next time they played so so uh looks like some bad blood brewing there between i mean i knew there was some anyway but some more bad blood brewing between the bulls and the pacers for future games oh. And that's good though. That that's good because like that they they give the the pe- the fans what they want to see. Good hard play. We had that with uh, the Detroit. Uh, uh, oh man! Back in the days, man, everybody hated Detroit. You know, we once they came into town, we went over there. We wanted to win all the time. Then me growing up uh, in the amateurs, we hated Detroit. We wanted to beat Detroit just because the Bulls and Detroit <laughs> Pistons were bad, man. It's like we we just didn't like Detroit at that time, and now I think it's Indiana's turn. <laughs> yeah, you know, yep. so, and, they, and they're a good team, so it's uh, definitely will be some battles down uh, down the stretch here. Yeah, I do agree with that. Well, now now in the boxing world, uh, heavyweight heavyweight uh, Derek Cristiora is saying that he is going to knock out the WBC heavyweight champion Vitali Klitschko. That he is going to knock him out in the eighth round. In the eighth round. Now, listen, man. Those those Klitschko brothers, man. They 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 got the the heavyweight division locked tight. I believe. I don't see anyone really really beating these guys right now. 
I think they're going to end up retiring champions. Uh, Derek is just another another guy that's talking the talk, and um, we're going to have to wait and see if he's really going to walk the walk on on that on promising that eighth round victory, eighth round knockout. So we'll see we'll we'll see about that one. Well, in another uh, boxing um, word of wars, uh, Berto is quick to tell everybody that someone will be in trouble and he will he the the Berto said that someone someone is gonna win that fight. Excuse me. Someone is gonna win that fight. He's not quick to say that he's gonna be the one that winning, but that just to stay tuned. But on the other hand, Ortiz is telling everybody that he knocked him down before and that this time he's gonna keep him down. So those are some pretty hard words coming from a guy who uh was complaining about some someone getting hit after the bell or, or in, in the break or something like that. He's really out to prove everybody that, that he's a tough guy. So we're going to have to wait and see for that one. What do you think about that one, Larry? I've always liked Victor Ortiz. I thought that one fight where he kind of quit on, uh, what was it, uh, Medina, right? When he quit on Medina. Yeah. I, I mean, that kind of made me question him a little bit. But uh, but since then, I liked him, man. I, I think he uh, I think he was fighting Mayweather um, pretty well until until he went night night. But um, you know, I think uh, I think that he is somebody that is is the future. And um, I I just never really cared for Berto too much. So I'd like to see Victor win that fight and. Uh, um, I'm kind of surprised to hear uh, Ortiz kind of ru- running his mouth a little bit because he's usually not a, a talker, um, but but definitely one I'm looking forward to seeing. Well, I, I believe he's he's starting to say that that talk just because of the fight he had with with Floyd, you know, and um, to try to bring the people back to to his corner so that he you know he can hype it up and and bring it back. I mean, the the kid's a good a good fighter. I don't get me wrong, but like you, like you said, his um. His heart, or where if he feels the pressure or something like that, like he did with the Medina fight, Medina fight. I believe, um, you know, if if push comes to shove, if it starts not going his way, he's gonna look for the, for for an exit. I, I truly of, believe that. Kind of like Vargas said on the, on a couple of shows back, where once you quit the first time, it gets easier to quit every time, right? Very true, very true, my brother. And you know, so um, hopefully. It'll be a good fight for everybody to see. So we're just gonna have to wait, wait and see. Remember, I told you about the Marco Antonio Rubio and Julio Cesar Chavez fight. Remember that? Uh, that yeah. That's gonna happen on the fourth, on February fourth. Now, Rubio's primed and ready to take on the son of the legend, you know, JC Jr. And um, he leaves for San Antonio uh, this coming Sunday. Said he's ready, ready to go and uh, on and. Uh, Give that, uh, take that belt away from, uh, Chavez Jr. So we're just gonna have to wait and see it. Also, in turn, um, Julio says, uh, Chavez Jr. says his last sparring day is gonna be, uh, Saturday. So hopefully, you know, they're gonna go their ways and get ready and, and throw down on February 4th in San Antonio and give them a fight, a fight to remember. All right, I got you know, a piece of advice here for Rubio, though. Man, if mm-hmm. he starts to get hit, <laughs> he better he better be throwing something back because you know that that's going to be a quick stoppage if it comes down to it. You know that they're going to try to get uh, Chavez moving along. Yes, definitely, because there's a big payday for him coming up along. Because I think after this fight, the winner out of this fight goes uh, might go on and fight um, um, Sergio Martinez. Yep. You know? 
So then there's a big possibility a possibility of that happening. And so what's just gonna more Mar- uh, Martinez and Rubio or Martinez and Chavez? Oh, Martinez and Chavez, no doubt, man. Is yeah. it? Because everybody, everybody's gonna see, want to see what the kid is really made of. When you got a seasoned uh, a champion like Sergio Martinez tearing it up and 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 doing all the good things that he's doing, he's one of the uh, uh, middleweights that that nobody wants to touch. You know, yeah. just because of the the quickness he is, the the hard style of fighting a softball. So I mean, I I um. I agree with uh, Chavez Jr. in the sense of where he is now, you know, so definitely give it a little bit more time. But since he's champion now, champion must fight a champion. No doubt about it. You can't, you can't be ducking, um, any other champion. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with that one. Well, now we're going to move on to the Mayweather Pacquiao story, Larry. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, Pacquiao, well, not all of a sudden, but Pacquiao says that a 50-50 uh, split between him and Mayweather is uh, the right split between them. And, you know, obviously he thinks it's a fair offer. And uh, Mayweather says better, a 60-40 split is a lot better than th- than that. But um, Pacquiao is saying that he, he thinks it's reasonable since both of them are popular fighters and stuff like that. And also... Um, Floyd Mayweather has been putting, I don't know how he got it, but he's been putting um, uh, Pacquiao's paychecks on the, uh, on Twitter. I don't oh, know if really? you've seen that. Yeah. Well, the, what the commission paid him on Twitter. So I guess Mayweather's trying to say that, you know, he doesn't make a lot of money. He's not the guy that draws, uh, makes a lot of money. So, you know, he shouldn't get the lion's share of, of the deal. But I don't know. I mean, I I mean a great, does a great suggestion from somebody, which was to have have it be forty five forty five split, and then the te- the additional ten percent goes to whoever wins it. Ah, oh, hey, there you go. Right. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, there I, oh yeah, I did tell you that, right? No, I you didn't tell me that. You. Yes, you I did. You can't count to a hundred. <laughs> One ninety nine, a hundred. <laughs> Got you, huh? Well, you know what. Well, we're going to have to wait and see what happens, you know. And um, But, you know what happened immediately after uh, Pacquiao said it 50-50? An offer was made to uh, Cotto by Mayweather team, which was Go- Golden Boy. And they said it was a juicy offer. And, you know, who came out to be another promoter again? Jose Suleiman said, don't worry about it, Mayweather fight Cotto, because uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather are fighting in the... You, uh, in Qatar, United Arab Emirates. So who knows, man? Who knows? Well, we'll be taking your calls uh, to the show. Call at 888-346-9144 or send your comments by clicking on the Facebook or Twitter link. We'll be right back on the segment called The Outcome. flagship station for sports voice america sports what's the national pastime in the u.s in the 21st century are you sure 
Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN acclaimed documentary, The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. This Is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. You're listening to Outside the Ring. This is the segment called The Outcome. Well, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, the outcome that happened out of, well, this fight, Sergio Martinez. He's going to be fighting on St. Patrick's Day, and he's going up against a top-rated middleweight contender, Matthew McDonough Macklin. But but he says that he would uh, like to fight Mayweather. If uh, it can be made at a catch weight of 150 or 52, he knows it, it would be hard to train for this fight considering that he has to drop down and stuff. But he says this is a fight that he's been looking at for a long time because he uh, says that Floyd Mayweather is one of the best fighters, if not the best pound-for-pound uh, pound fighter um, of the world. So for right now, he's going to concentrate on Macklin, but he definitely does want to fight um, Mayweather, and he's... Uh, Saying it now, so like that, um, things can maybe happen for later on in the future where they can fight. So, um, and on the on that on the card, um, there's going to be a, a a name that we had mentioned here before that had gotten a raw deal, went down to Mexico, and um, didn't uh, end up fighting because the ring was too small. Well, that was our friend Donovan George. He's going to be facing Edwin Rodriguez, and uh, will be the opener. For the uh, Martinez Macklin um, uh, fight, that should be a good fight because they're both guys that, that like to fight and are both heavy hitters. So I think it's going to be a great fight, and I'm and I'm happy for Donovan uh, 
because he's getting this fight because of what he got uh, his last time, um, his last uh, attempt to go fight in, in Mexico. Uh, Sam Colonna was here with us uh, last week, and he was telling us that, you know, he was the first one to see that the ring was very small. So he had to um, he had to go tell them that, you know what, man, this is small, and we need to change this or not fight. So that was real good for them. Proud of them, and um, we'll be watching on March March uh, on March seventeenth um, to see Donovan fight and win. Well, I I'm going to talk to day, you, David. I can't believe that they tried to pull that with with a five foot smaller ring than 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 was contracted for. It just seems like, wouldn't you notice? I'm, I'm, the promoters would notice. I mean, it's obviously you're fighting in their hometown, home country. So, um, you know, they're going to try to do their best to get this guy, their, their guy a victory. Cause good to be him. honest I'm with glad you, he's going get, to get, get this fight in on a, on a big stage like the Martinez card. So that's good. On a bigger stage, man. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's great for him. So, you know, they were just protecting their, their, uh, their chicken or their rooster. And um, they weren't uh, paying attention to to our guy Donovan, but glad that good things are coming to him. You know, um, I, w- I I, I want to know something. If you know who this young lady is, Nicole Polizzi. Do I know? Yeah. I think I might know who that is. Unfortunately, well, my wife is a, is an MTV junkie. Oh, okay. Well, for those of you who don't know who she is, she is Snooky, and she's promoting boxing. You know, if you don't know who Snooky is, Snooky is that one of the wild party girls on, on MTV show, The Jersey Shore. And she said, she obviously said she knows little about boxing. And but, she proved that when she got knocked out by that school <laughs> teacher in the, in the bar. Well, hey, come on, man. That guy shouldn't be hitting a girl to begin with. Hey, no, she took a good punch, so I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe she does know something. Well, she doesn't know anything about. She admitted that she doesn't know nothing about boxing, but that she she loves boxing. But she did this for her dad. She she said this is something her and her dad can do. Now listen, guys. I I I when I was boxing, I wanted to make money so I can retire my dad, so my dad uh, didn't have to work anymore, which is awesome. So I guess Jersey Shore is paying them pretty good because she could. She could go and buy a whole promotion company for her dad and have her promoting fights, man. So, I mean, God bless them for, for making all that money and, and, you know, putting it to work, man. Um, she actually signed three boxers, um, three brothers who are boxers from, from Ireland. They're the Highland brothers. Eddie, Paul, and Patrick. They're going to be fighting, uh, I believe, uh, uh, this week, uh, this Saturday. So it's going to happen Saturday at the resort casino in Atlantic City. For those of you who are out east and listening to the show, go and check your check out some fights out there. Well, I guess they are getting paid over there, man. <laughs> well, here's the thing: somebody's making a good move because listen, all these kids that watch this show, and plus my wife, uh, but you know, all these people that watch the show, all they want to do is is have something to do with something like that. Now, I think Jersey Shore is starting to lose a little bit of their shine, but uh, you know, but I mean, the name pulls pulls a crowd, you know, so I mean, if somebody puts some money behind those fighters and wants to throw a card just for a bunch of people to come down and, and watch it, I think they'll show up, you know. And I believe these brothers are pretty good, highly regarded as, as some pretty good prospects, so, you know, I guess she signed herself up some pretty good, uh, some good fighters, so hey, we're just going to have to, um, no, uh, light welterweight, uh, middleweight, and uh, uh, welterweight, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's good for them. God bless. 
God bless her, and God bless. Hopefully, everything turns out good for these guys. Okay, now let's go. Let's go to the fights that took place in Philadelphia uh, this past weekend on NBC. They were promoted by main events, and it was the the first time in a while where we had some boxing on regular TV, and it was titled Fight Night. In so the, it wasn't even the, on regular TV. Did you notice that? Not really, no. Yeah, it was on... on it was uh, the old Versus. It wasn't on Channel 5. They changed that Versus channel to now be NBC Sports on cable. So it, it, was, it wasn't even on network TV. It was on the, on the cable station. Well, it was still... So everybody's got cable, Larry. That's true. I understand that. But I thought it Everybody. was like, man, I remember when I was a kid and they used to put on the, the Saturday Night Wrestling and, and it would be instead of, of Saturday Night Live. I thought it was going to be that. But it ain't. It's it's on cable. <laughs> I used to watch wrestling. I, I tell you what, up until a couple of years ago, no, a couple more than a couple of years ago, we used to watch it as grown-ups and, and wrestle. So don't worry about that. I'm, I'm a wrestling. Uh, uh, I used to watch a lot. So you're that guy that uh um what you call it uh played the wrestler uh <laughs> no <laughs> no but don't you laugh at me because I I seem to remember a few years back putting on the the uh, lucha libre masks and running on the ice out by your house so don't don't get I'll tell some stories all right now let's start getting back into the fighting game and <laughs> talking uh <-huh>. about boxing <laughs> well at the co-main event uh it was a it was a good stoppage for Ro Rosado. Rosado uh, came out, came out fighting, ended up hurting uh, Carras, and didn't seem to let up, and um, shocked everybody in 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 the boxing community because everybody who's seen uh, Carras fight uh, knows that he's a, a tough fighter, and he comes in there to fight, and, and the way this guy went in there and and just um, uh, poured on him, he, he didn't let go of the gas. Once he got in there, he he went all all out and ended up um, stopping him. And um, the only ones that knew about that were obviously his camp. So it's a good match for for uh, Rosado to have uh, a stoppage over um, Carras, who has had many great fights. So there's a lot of good things going on for uh, Rosado now that he's got this victory under his belt. Well, in in the main event, you know, the main event, we all, you know talked about this because uh, Eddie Chambers and uh, Lakovic fell through so they went with the co-main that this was supposed to be the co-main and it went to the to the main event the first round started off you know like normally you know it's a feel out Boring. session yeah it was a feel out session and you know uh, Jennings Jennings still boxed a little bit and you know ended the ended the round with a flurry and he ended up I believe winning that round and from that round on um, it looked uh, up until the fifth. It was easy pickings for Jennings. Jennings was just more of an elusive fighter, more of an elusive uh, heavyweight. He was moving around, boxing, and 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 throwing uh, a bunch of flurries. So it, it was a, it was a good good round up until the fifth. Late in the fifth, um, By Byram ended up ca catching him to body shots in the, the later rounds of the fifth and uh, the beginning of the sixth. Um, it was uh, Byram giving him, giving him, putting the pressure on him, and 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 trying to. But then it seemed like Jennings just caught, caught his ring, caught his second win back, and he went on to uh, uh, win a uh, unanimous decision. Um, but you know what I like to say about Jennings, man? 
I, I, I want to congratulate him because um, he did that all in uh, basketball shoes, man. I did see Bas- that. <laughs> <laughs> basketball shoes, man. You know how hard and heavy that must be? <laughs> you know? I mean, I even put on the, the, the Roy Jones uh, uh, boxing shoes. Those were heavy for me. And they were boxing shoes, you know? And, and to have the basketball shoes and to go 10 rounds and moving the way he did for all 10 rounds, man, you gotta, you gotta give him, give him a lot, a lot of credit for that, man. He was in great condition. And that's what he said. And his coaches say that he's always in great condition. And you can see the difference in, in their body, uh, uh, makeup, uh, physical, yeah. yeah, and the body makeup. They, um, Jennings was a lot more cut. He was a lot faster. And, um, you know, Byron was just a, a big boy. They were also saying that, uh, he had gotten up, uh, up to about almost 300 plus pounds, man. Yeah. And, and, and really started now taking, taking it serious where he started going down. Now, I know this is a little setback for him, but I mean, he just wasn't active, active enough to do any damage to, uh, uh, Jennings. Jennings just boxed beautifully and he did, he did really good, really good. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be seeing, I guess, more of Jennings and I'm pretty sure with this paycheck, uh, and this paycheck, he'll be able to go get some some, get some shoes. Some, and one takeaway from the fight shoes. is that Freddie Roach is a fantastic trainer, but let's let's get him away from the microphone. And that's what my next comment that I was going to tell you that the Freddie Roach was on there, um, and um, you know he was he was doing a good job and stuff like that. I mean, mm. regardless of what you say, Larry, you know, sometimes no, you I, t- I like him. I think he's a brilliant guy. I think he, you know. Um, I just, I just, I think it's, it's a little rough on the, on the radio, I mean, on the TV. All right. Well, you know, guys, stay tuned for the next segment. It's called the Fighters Corner, and we are going to be talking with a, a real fighter, Sergeant E5 James Taliano, and we're going to ask him what he's doing with the army and what's going on with him. So stay tuned. <laughs> internet flagship station for sports voice america sports ready for in your face sports want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go you're not going to be shy here tune in to here's the deal with mega and steel featuring ike mega griffin and sydney steel justice we've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every friday at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern just before the weekend on the voice america sports channel we tell it like it is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Zeiss. This week on the show will be... Kevin Sloan with Sitka Gear, Charlie Thomas with Mississippi Decoys, Robert Shaw with Skull Hookers, Walter McLaughlin with the Freedom Group, and Tony Tekancic with Burris, when we preview products from the 2012 SHOT Show. All brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. 
If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. You're listening to Outside the Ring. I like to call this segment the Fighter's Corner, and we definitely have a fighter here with us today. Uh, I want to welcome to the show Sergeant E5 Jim Taliano. He is uh, with the Army. How you doing, brother? Can you say hello to everybody? Hey, everybody. How you doing? All right, man. So how's the, how's the new year treating you so far, man? Fantastic. Fantastic. Got a lot All going right. on. The, the, yes, you do. Yes, you do. So you know, right now you're 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 currently uh, uh, with the Army National Guard and you're recruited for them. Uh, how 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 is that going for you? It's going good. Get to meet a lot it's of going, new people. Uh, get to help change a lot of lives and make sure they're on the right path to get what they want in life. That's awesome. That's awesome. And how long you been you been doing this? Um, I'm in my 11th year right now. In November, I'll be in for 11 years. Wow, wow. And how many, how many recruiting? Uh, recruiting, I, about a year recruiting. About a year, a year. All right, man. So, uh, have you ever been overseas and where, where did you go? Yes, I was in Afghanistan, um, in 2008. 2008, a pretty dangerous place, huh? Yeah, it's, it's definitely the most beautiful country I've been to. I just wish there wasn't as many issues as there, as there are there. Oh, hey, man. hey, Jim. It's Larry, man. I just want to thank you for your for your service and uh, and, and just uh, congratulate you on, on being able to continue to do what you do with uh, changing people's lives. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Jim. Um, so, Jim, you know, I I met you through through the Money Smart Team uh, meeting that we both attend to, and because we went there seeking to further our knowledge and of uh, financials and to learn how to secure our own financial futures. We ran into one of the biggest financial guys in the U.S. and definitely the, the biggest guy here in Chicago, the money smart guy uh, himself, Matt Zappala. And how has your experience been with uh, everything with the, the money smart team? It's been phenomenal. I couldn't ask for anything else, honestly. Uh, it helps me to grasp my own finances and everything else. And once I started hearing about it, I started thinking about and tying it and how I could actually bring this into a marketing company I've been working on for a while. And um, 
it just everything seemed to work very well. I want to be able to help these soldiers that are coming back financially um, as much as I've been able to help myself. Oh, that's great. That's awesome, man. And that's that's one of the main reasons why you're on this call. And um, it's about this uh, fun uh, event that you're, you're, you're going to be putting on um, and fundraiser. You're going to be uh, doing it February 26th. Uh, share some details to where and uh, what time is, is it at? All right, yeah, it's February 26th from 4 to 9 p.m. It's on a Sunday. Uh, it's at 115 Bourbon Street. That's actually the name of the location. It's in Alsop, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically what I was doing is I was planning my launch party for my marketing company, Business Made Easy, Inc. And mm-hmm. I had all these people come in that were coming to support me and come hearing more about the business. And I thought of, I was thinking, you know, how could I really make this so it would benefit more than just, you know, starting a company. And I remember back when I said I was in Afghanistan, I was actually injured over there. I had second and third degree burns in my left leg and first and second degree burns in my right leg. And within 48 hours of being hurt, I was back in the U.S. Uh, 24 hours was in Germany. Now, they had a representative from this uh, foundation called Wounded Warrior Project. And she came over to me as I was getting rolled in on the hospital bed and asked me some sizes of, like, my shoes and clothes and everything. Because uh, I don't know if you know, but if you get hurt and you get flown out of the country, uh, you mm-hmm. pretty much have what they gave you when they first treated you, and they cut off all your clothes, so you don't really have anything. Oh. Um, and this lady, her main job is just to go out shopping and get you clothes and stuff to get you through until either your family can send you clothes or uh, your unit can send you some of your stuff back to you. So I was wow. really grateful, wasn't expecting it, and it was just an uh, amazing thing that they're doing. Um, and when I got back to the U.S., they're constantly helping out, too. They're checking in on you. They're trying to send you events to get you involved, you know, so that you're not down and depressed on what had happened to you. I mean, I, I'm extremely thankful. There's a lot of people who are a lot worse off than me, and I actually felt bad that I was pulling out and... You know, all this stuff was taking place for me, and I wasn't nearly as injured as any of them. And so, that, go ahead. No, go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And as I was planning this out for the business launch party, I'm like, why can't I just start to give back to this group that's given so much to me? And I decided to turn it into a fundraiser for a good cause, and instead of it just being um, just for the business, making it something that's going to raise money for a foundation that's just done such amazing things and it's helping people out that are just like me or, or worse off than me. Man, that that is awesome. That's the way of giving back, man. And, you know, when, when you give back like that, I mean, you're, you're going to be touching a lot of soldiers, a lot of your brothers in arms who uh, need um, all all this uh, help and 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 caring like like you're doing now. You said you when you got hurt over there. Were, did any of your family go over there or anything like that? Well, I was back in the states within 48 hours, and my family hours. was there. I got hurt on Christmas 2008. Mm. Uh, oh, my, my family God. was there to spend New Year's in the hospital with me uh, that year. So I'm very oh. grateful for my family being able to support me and come uh, visit me while I was in the hospital. Oh, that's awesome! Our family is always always there for you, brother. And like, do you have any? Uh, do you come from a background of a, a military family, or 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 it, did you start it off? Uh, I my uncle joined the Navy Reserves when he was younger, but he was the only one in my family that was ever in the military. Uh, oh. I joined because of nine eleven. I was uh, actually in 
junior year of high school, and I ended up skipping all my classes as soon as I heard what was happening. I stayed in the library just to watch what was going on in the news, and as soon as I turned 17, uh, a month later, I started the process of joining the military because I never wanted my family or friends to experience that again, and I wanted to do whatever I could to make sure that it wouldn't happen here in the U.S. again. Now, now that that is amazing, dude. That is really amazing. Um, the 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 strength and 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 valor you had to to just say, you know what, I gotta go protect my country. You know, it's a, a lot of things. Uh, you did what a uh, majority of us, and I'm including myself in there, wouldn't wouldn't have ever thought of anything like that at that young of an age. I, I remember when that happened. I was actually uh, on a treadmill at Bally's, man. So I definitely uh, have to say thank you on behalf of everybody from out here, from outside uh, outside the ring, uh, for everything you did. Now, in in doing that, how did your parents feel about about that when you when you told them that that I wanted to join? Yeah. Well, like most parents, uh, really worried. My mom tried to have me talk to everybody that she knew that was in the military to try to talk me out of it, and. My mind was pretty much set, and when I get my mind set on something, I pretty much get it done. So I ended up joining at 17. Hey, yeah, you, wow. who made the call to let your family know that uh, that you were injured uh, over there? Well, that's actually kind of a funny story. Since it was Christmas, I was when I got to Germany, they gave me a phone to call, and it was a satellite phone. And as soon as I called my mom, she was at a Christmas dinner over at my uh, stepfather's mom's house, and. I first thing I said to her, I go, hey, mom, how you doing? Um, don't worry. I'm okay. But I was hurt. And the phone cut out. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh, boy. And I didn't have a chance to call her back for two more hours because the phones were out. Um, oh, and she was man. calling everybody. I mean, she was freaking out and calling everybody. But I figured just in case something like that did happen, I wanted to let her know that I was fine. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's... That's a funny story, but uh, glad that glad everything worked out. Glad she was able to uh, find out later that that wasn't the case. So, yeah, yeah, man, it definitely. You know, I have uh, uh, three boys that uh, that are that I I can honestly tell you. Falling out. So here here we go. (laughs) Nah, he already knows about the teeth falling out, Larry. (laughs) No, but the thing is that um, you know I have three boys, and, and obviously, yeah, as a parent. Um, you would you you start to think about all the dangers that they're just gonna happen here that you know that might happen in 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 walking and getting hit by a car. But I mean to actually go to war and and be in danger uh, like that where you know there's there's bullets flying by you every time. Definitely, I can I can kind of feel what your your parents might have been going through, man. So I mean. Um, I, again, so many thanks uh, again for for everything you do. Now, now, what I want to get to you to talk to you about is um, more a little bit more about the the marketing company. Tell 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 us a little bit more about it. How do people get involved, or what is it they do um, to 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 get on your um, marketing company? Uh, well, um, how it actually started up, the idea sprung up as well. I was laying there in the hospital bed. I was looking around, and I was saying I saw all these people that were a lot worse off than me. And I was thinking, what are they going to do when they get home? What am I going to do? Um, at that time, I didn't know if my knees were going to get better because I was stuck in a hospital bed, and my leg was stuck in a bent position for uh, six months to nine months. 
And then I was doing physical therapy for a year and a half. I didn't know how long my knees were going to be messed up for or anything like that. And I started coming up with ideas, and I just kept writing them down in a notebook. And eventually, about a year ago, I started bringing them all together and working on a business plan and finance plan and everything else. And I designed a company, and a uh, basically the foundation of this Business Made Easy, Inc. is going to be a business network. And the network costs businesses absolutely nothing to get into. Um, there is two requirements of it, and one of them is they have to offer a specialized discount for a big, uh, for people who buy the circle card, which is going to be like a discount card that people can buy to go to all of these businesses that end up joining the network. Um, and the way it's going to be split up is also 10% of all sales of the circle card is going to go to another foundation. Uh, it's probably going to either be Wounded Warrior Project or something for the military. And the other requirement is I want them to cross-promote within the network. Uh, I don't care who they pick as long as it's other businesses within the network. We're actually mm. going to be eventually creating a social network online as well, a business social network, kind of a mixture between Google Plus and Yelp. And we're going to be creating Android applications and iPhone applications as well so the consumers can actually search for the businesses and what they want and find out what the discounts are of all the businesses in the area um, that are part of the network. Man. And uh, from there, we're going to start offering more marketing services and business solutions and branch out from there. But um, all in all, the idea was to be able to create a nationwide marketing company, networking company, that these people coming back from overseas that are looking for work, we can help them get out there and at least learn a trade, learn how to talk to businesses, market, manage businesses, and everything else. And one of the things, like we were talking about earlier, the Money Smart team manage their own finances and be able to help other families and other people who are in financial struggles to, you know, get themselves secure as well. Man, man, it sounds, man, it sounds awesome what you're doing. You know, obviously with the Wounded Warriors Project, you start up your company uh, with me and the, and, the, and the Money Smart team recruiting for the Army National Guard. Man, you, you're definitely doing a lot of work, brother, man. A lot of work, a lot of work, man. But I applaud you for that, man. You're out there doing, doing the work, and, and, and it's great. I wish we had more time to talk uh, about this, but time is running short. Real quick, um, how can anybody get in contact with you or, or, or uh, about the marketing, the money smart thing, or in general? How, how can they get in touch with you? All right, um, I'll give everybody a couple seconds to grab a pen and paper, uh, but I did want to thank you real quick, David, for having me on your show. Really appreciate it. If you ever need anything, just let me know. I'd do anything to help you out. Um, and for all your interested listeners, if you want to get a hold of me about either the fundraiser or about BME um, or about the Money Smart team, Money Smart team, obviously, you can contact David or myself on it to learn more about your own finances. But, uh, again, my name is Jim Taliano. And you can reach me at my phone number at 708-466-7289. Again, that's 708-466-7289. And you can reach me at my email address, which is jtaliano at gmail.com. Again, that's J-T-A-L-I-A-N-O at gmail.com. And I just wanted to ask all the listeners that um, if you could make it to the fundraiser, so it would be, it's for a great cause, and I'd really appreciate your support. If you have prior obligations, even if you can buy a ticket to give off as a gift, or if you can just give me a call and you want to make a donation to help out with the Wounded Warrior Project, I'd really appreciate it. And again, Dave, thank you so much for letting me on the show today. Thank you, man. We'll be right back. 
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. You're listening to Outside the Ring, and this is the championship round. Now, it was uh, real, real good to uh, to hear from Jim Taliano, man. He's a nice guy, uh, definitely a hero, and a brave person to, to do what he has done. And um, hats off to, to, to all the soldiers out there who do this every day without even thinking about it, man. Um, it's amazing to hear that it just... just seeing that caused him to want to enlist and do that stuff. I mean, I don't know. It takes a special kind of person, man. Man, it sure does, brother. Sure does. Man, well, you know what? We got some, um, obviously, you know, I said earlier that there was going to be some main events, and they're happening here in Chicago, man. Um, It's the Rashad Evans and uh, the Phil Davis fight. So we're definitely going to be there. Um, Definitely going there. Larry and I are going to be there attending the fights. Um, and, um, should be, UFC, man. Yeah, it should be, should be nice. Yeah, you know, it's good you have a, I'll take you places, kid. Yeah, okay. Uh, tell them to give, uh, you, uh, some seats to Larry Brook. Let's see if we get him. (laughs) Oh, they weren't doing that for me, huh? No, 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 Larry. I just had you call, but. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, if I wasn't calling, then we wouldn't be there, right? Yeah, and well, I would have definitely put in the nah, call. I think, I think you've said enough. I think it just, uh, I'm the reason <laughs> that we're going. Uh, well, hey, did you hear back from uh, Dana White yet or no? 
I have, well, I, I don't speak personally with him, but yes, we are going. We are uh, picking up the tickets prior to, and uh, and hopefully going to have some good seats to see some good fights. So, um, one of my favorite, Michael Bisbing, is going to be fighting there too. So, pretty excited about that. Oh, that's good. That's good. No, but I'm talking about about that special uh, request we had for intermission. Oh, well, actually, the Illinois Commission decided that it was an unfair matchup between you and me, so um, so they feel cool. like, due to your safety, um, that they're not going to going to uh, sponsor that or, or commission it. What? Yep. No way. Did you tell them David Diaz, David Diaz from Chicago, was wanted that fight? He, I wanted to fight you? Um, yeah, exactly. Well, they were going to approve it if it was Juan Diaz, but since it's David <laughs> Diaz, yeah. So nice, they, said, nice. they said that that's definitely an unfair matchup. Yeah, sure, sure. Larry, <laughs> you, would, you would be out of gas in, in like two seconds. But here's the deal. is I, I really think, honestly, and this is just, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm a, I'm a lover. Um, but yeah. I, yeah. I guess... <laughs> Ask your wife that, really, because I, I really don't think so. Well, she wouldn't know anything about it, okay? But the, the the fact is that I seriously think all it takes is me falling on you, and then where, what are you going to do? You know, well, hey, you've been, according to your your uh, your nephew Junior, you've been putting on some pounds, so he thinks that uh, the weight might be all right, but your problem is going to be the height. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, Junior's the one to talk about, you know, height and weight. Put together, so <laughs> I mean that guy Pillsbury Doughboy Junior. You know, <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> I, I think I could just hear his response right now, which is calling you Nacho Libre. Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure about that, man. But no, it should be a good time. Uh, the last time we went to a, 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 a mixed martial arts event was at the Sears Center for the mm-hmm. XFO, and that was totally your your call. And it was a good one, so we had some great seats and um enjoyed ourselves actually. Enjoyed ourselves with uh uh Mike 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 Karen and his dad. Yeah. So, so it was good times, good times. So and, definitely and I look forward say, to too, it. if I could that um just uh, a special thank you to um XFO and uh, for for that fight and then also to Strike Force and UFC for really being um uh, so nice and, and generous of getting tickets for us to go attend those things. So really cool people and, and always a great time. So anybody, I think it's sold out now though on, on Saturday, but anybody who can go, go, cause it's, uh, definitely an event to, uh, to see if you haven't been to one before. Yeah, definitely. We've been to, to the ones in California. I remember when, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they were pretty Andre. amazing, man. Yeah, with Andre out there. And, uh, it was pretty amazing. Uh, had a good, good time and, um, Definitely did not want to pick on anybody or want to end up fighting because everybody there uh, looks like they're all mis- mixed martial arts um, athletes. The, the key <laughs> so, is look at the ears, man. If the ears got the cauliflower ear, just, man, book. Stay book away. the other way. Stay away from them, yep. I, right. I agree with you. Now, you got nervous when I said look at the ears, though, right? <laughs> A little. But... <laughs> Let's let let's talk about the ladies though. Some of the ladies there too, um, you know, looks can be deceiving. Some of the ladies there are some pretty good looking ladies and uh they can probably beat you up pretty quick. I've never noticed one one lady at the fights. No, never, right? No, I think my wife's listening, so I am I am <laughs> not I'm more focused on the fight than anything else. Oh my god, Larry, you're you're in trouble. You're in trouble, brother man. <laughs> But yeah, definitely we're going to be going to them shows and uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to give you um, updates on uh, well when we get back next week. 
and l- let you guys know, see how it went, and if we had a good time, and if uh, Larry got choked out or not, and, or tapped out. In, in, I'll never <laughs> tap out. Maybe choked out, but never tap out. Are you going to do, do some tweeting from there? If, uh, if you yeah. Can, uh, yeah. Yes, definitely. We'll be uh, tweeting from, from the event. Um, try to go play-by-play play of what we do there at the event and see how it turns out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for listening to Outside the Ring. I am your host, David Diaz. Until next time, I see you outside the ring. Way to go, Mario Tafoya. Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.